Recording in progress. Welcome to Bag Cans Podcast. Hi, Joe. Thought I'd hit you with some energy this week, see if I can get you to stay cheery. Always cheery, Joe. <laughs> Happy bloody Monday. Yeah. Welcome to Bag Cans day. Podcast, where we talk about football, boxing, other things that come into our brains as we're sat here on, a yeah, cha- on chairs in separate houses. Um, so last few weeks, I think it's safe to say we've not done a lot of preparation in terms of watching any level of football or boxing. But from a little run through that we just had beforehand, or a little me asking you two questions, it sounds like you've actually done some prep. You've not only done the main thing, but you've also watched the boxing that I haven't. Absolutely. I'm essentially a professional podcaster now. Yeah, all we need is an income and then we'll be actual professionals instead of just saying it. Yeah, uh, I guess so. I mean, we've got over a thousand view- listens now, so I'm just glad yeah. not as professional. Quite a bit over, at least a thousand and a hundred. Oh, sexy. It's huge. Thank- um, thanks, Mum. <laughs> she's only doing that because she doesn't know how to work it. She keeps restarting it. <laughs> when was the last time you listened to one of our podcasts? I've not listened to any of them. Um, I listened to the first couple, hmm. and then... I think I started listening to last week's. I think I got about 10 minutes into last week's, but that's the first time it's since two or three. And then I got, I got bored and turned it off. Uh, yeah. So hopefully listeners don't find it quite as similar as that. Oh, well. Have you got any news for me? Anything been going on? Um, nah, nothing exciting, mate. Same old. I've just been... What? just. Just got back 15 minutes ago from trialing a new gym. So why you got your Leeds 10K t-shirt on? No, I just wear this around the house just so everyone knows that I'm the alpha male. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is why I'm wearing it. What was the gym like? It was all right. It was a bit smaller. It was a bit smaller, but it's got punch bags and I, I haven't punched anything in a while. Haven't I got your gloves still? Yeah, I know. I was going to... I was going to speak to you off the podcast, but yeah. That's a nuisance. I couldn't so tell might, you the last time I went to a gym. I might go there. I might not. We'll see. We'll see what, we'll see what they do when they talk money. Let's talk money. Um, topic. I don't think I've got anything else that's remotely exciting to talk to you about. Basig and Bugle won 3-2 yesterday against joint bottom of the league. We were awful, but it's another three points closer to hopefully the title. Nice. Big games. Things you'd love to weeks. hear. Um, anyway, enough about my life. My life be like, ooh. Um, <laughs> fucking hell. Tomorrow morning, or perhaps by the time that a lot of people listen to this, Gareth Southgate will have announced his 26-man England squad. Which is fucking shit for content, because I would rather it be 23, so we had to make some tough decisions. Well, I've seen Spain's today. They've only taken 24. Brave. And zero Real Madrid players. Is that true? I, some, I saw something in the group chat saying how Spain have fallen. I actually do some work during my day, though, so didn't get a chance to have a, have a look. Um, but I did see their squad for the their last set of internationals, and I recognised probably half the players in the squad. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, when they've had the success that they've had in recent years, you're allowed to have a bit of a fallow period, aren't you? I guess so, mate. What we'd have done, you know, I'd, I'd take 20 years of shit if it meant we won, what was it, two Euros in a World Cup they did? Yep. Yeah, they did. 
Not bad. What a team that was, by the way. What a team. Um, so, yeah, hopefully Gareth agreed with most of us. But we, we said last week that we'd come up with our own England squads. And I've done it today. I think you've done it. Is that right? I have done it. Can you see the notes on my telephone? It doesn't show up right on the camera. It's just a bright light. Oh, it's flashing now. Well, I wouldn't have taken any of them. <laughs> <laughs> what, Kiefer Moore's not English? <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to do squads this week and start at 11 next week, yeah? Yeah, deal. So let's get into it. Keepers, three keepers. I'm guessing we've got the same here. Um, I'm assuming so. Johnston hasn't made my squad, put it that way. No, not after the goal he conceded against Leeds yesterday. No. Uh, Pickford, Henderson, Pope. Um, yes. I listed mine, Pickford, Pope, Henderson, but. I guess it's the same thing. It is. I think cool. so. Uh, defenders, let's start with the easy ones, I think. How many left-backs do you put in a squad? So, um, I've put two left-backs in the squad and one of my extra players, because we now have 26 rather than 23, is a right-back. Okay. Well, who are your two left-backs? Shaw and Chilwell. Okay. I've got the same. How many right backs have you put in the squad? It, initially two. So the way that I ordered my squad, I picked yeah. what my twenty-three would be. Okay. And then added three players. Okay. So um, you've got three yeah, right backs. I do. Go on. Trent. Yeah. Kyle Walker. Yeah. Reese James. They're the three I've taken. So if we taken. had 23, I wouldn't have taken James. My thinking behind my thinking behind taking James is Maguire's not particularly 100% fit at the moment, is he? And if we are to play three centre-arse, five at the back, whatever you want to call it, which I keep bumbling on about on this podcast that I think we will do if Maguire's not fit, um, James is somewhat experienced in playing that right-sided centre-half role. Yeah. A role in which I don't particularly trust Kyle Walker to play, um, largely due to his positioning and not opening his body up ever, as we saw in the World Cup against Croatia and as we've seen on a few occasions this season for Man City. Yeah, I don't disagree. I've, I've put the same three in and I put James in as well as the same thinking that he can play right back, but also if we do end up playing a three, he's another option at that right centre-half. Um, yeah. I did toy with Juan Basaka. I didn't. I did. And the reason being is that he is the best defender of the lot. And if we were, if if you were playing again, I'm, I still don't know if I'd start him in this scenario, but the scenario in my head was if you're playing France and you've got Mbappe on that left wing, which of all the English right backs would you most want to be defending against him? He's played against him a couple of times in the Champions League this season. He's played very well on at least one occasion, if not both against him. I remember watching him. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I wouldn't take him, but that's that's an argument. So if someone now we've got a larger squad, if someone put him in the squad on with that reason, I could get it. Yeah, I won't I won't I won't be angry. Um I just think for a player for for a third right back to be for such a specific job, maybe there's argument for it, but I think going for versatility over specifics would suit us better. But yeah, I wouldn't be mad if someone picked 
Wamasaka. Um, I'm almost certain Southgate won't. Yeah, I, could that's hard, but I mean, I really it, it sounds like he might not take Trent, which would be baffling. I mean, if we people might be listening to this, so we might have got this fucking way wrong, and Trent's not even in the squad. I was reading on Twitter beforehand. Um, there's like strong rumours coming out of Liverpool that um, Trent won't be in the squad because apparently what's happened is Southgate has already gone to all of the clubs and said, I will be using your players. Um, and apparently Trent isn't one of them, but that's Twitter gossip. Who knows? I would be unbelievably surprised if he's not in the squad. Okay, next up then. So we've got, we've got that's eight players down. Mm-hmm. Let's go centre-offs. Centre-offs. How many have you got initially? I've gone for four. I've gone for four and then there's some I've discussed later. But yeah, who are you, who are you for? So my, my two... I'm going to talk you through this. Yeah. And my thinking. My two obviouses... Obviouses. Is that a word? Um, are the two obvious ones. Wait. Maguire and Stones. Yeah, same. Who should we play a back four, which I really hope we do. Them two start for me. The other two I've picked are for a number of reasons. One being playing a back five, three, whatever you want to call it. And another reason being personalities in the squad, um, whether they don't make a massive contribution on the pitch or not. So the two that I've gone for, Connor Cody, for both of them reasons, although he's not had a particularly good season, I think he's the most natural centre-half to play a back five, three, whatever you want to call it. Um, And... Southgate loves him, proper good leader, just a good bloke, isn't he? Um, but maybe you wouldn't pick him on form. I wouldn't be angry if you didn't pick him. And then the second of the spare two is, and I'm kind of contradicting myself here, I've picked Mings. And mainly because he's a left-sided centre-half. Um, but I've said throughout the season, I think Conser is better than Mings. Yeah. And I stick by that. But in terms of, again, personality, leadership, yeah. um, and the fact that he's comfortable in the England setup, he's he's been in it all season a little bit last year. And he's left-footed. Um, he's left-footed. So, yeah, I went with Mings. So, I had uh, I had Mings nailed on. Mm-hmm. I'll come back to Cody later on, because Cody didn't make my initial cut. The, 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 other, the fourth centre-half who made my cut, to be honest, a lot if of people. If you say don't. Eric Dyer, I'm going to scream. Sorry, oh, mate. Mate. Versatility is one of the reasons I put him in because I'm going to put, I'll get to him later. I'm going He's to put. shit wherever he plays, mate. <laughs> I'm going to put another centre back in, but we'll come to that later. Okay. Um, so I'm, at this point, I've put Dyer in, but yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to pretend I'm a huge fan of him, but he's a little bit versatile. He has got a decent game in him occasionally. I think. Part of this decision as well is, is probably that Southgate is going to pick him. Um, and therefore, yeah, I've, yeah, sli- I've probably slightly surprised. copped out a little bit with it. Um, but okay, but yeah, we'll now, go back to that. For now, that's my four. Cool. Um, what we'll do at the end, we'll do like a rerun of each of our squads. Yeah, sure. Um, right. So I've then broken my, my midfield down into players that I think can play number eight or whatever you want to call it. So I've gone for that sort of thing. Exactly. Um, So the first name on that list for me was Declan Rice. Tick. Second on that list was Jordan Henderson. Should he be fit? Yeah, same. 
third on that list, he could play as a eight or six, or he could be one of your attackers, whatever, Mason Mount. Um fourth, Jude Bellingham. Um, I hope he starts, by the way, but we'll discuss that next week. And fifth, Calvin Phillips. Okay. See, I've got uh I've got Bellingham as one of my extras, so I'll come to him later. I sort of just I didn't include Mount in this, but I agree that he could. But I had Rice Phillips Henderson. And then cool. I was I was probably gonna stick Bellingham again. Um I tossed up between <laughs> I didn't really so the ones that I would de- debate in was Phillips, um and what's his name? I, I, Bellingham, I kind of thought maybe yes, maybe no, but I just love him, so he's in. But I did yeah. consider James Ward Prowse. Yeah, um, I, I didn't. Right, I didn't consider I didn't. him for long. I just think you'd, you like if you look at that list, there aren't many, you know, out and out number eights as you want to call them. Because I don't think Henderson is, and I don't think Rice is. You could argue that the only one in there is Bellingham. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, but we've um, both got were. Rice, Phillips, Henderson, Mount, and I suppose Bellingham. Yeah. Uh, well, you, what do you mean? You suppose you've either got them or you aren't? Yeah. Sorry, I'm just sort of. I left myself with a couple of question marks to to answer with while we were doing this. Well, at least so, I did my homework. So I think I think he's in it. Well, he was on the list, mate. Chill out. Um. Okay. So forward, not strikers here, but forwards, wingers. Yeah. Attacking midfielders, whatever you want to, whatever bracket you want to put them under. Yep. Who Yeah. Foden. Yeah. Sterling. Yeah. Rashford. Yeah. Sancho. Yeah. And then this was the last player on second to last player on my list. And I'm going to justify it. I think if you want a goal and you've got 10 minutes to go, you chuck this bloke on Mason Greenwood. Yeah, I can, I've got him. He is my final question mark on. Against against um, a player who I don't rate that highly, but I also haven't watched him that much. And he's left footed and he seems to get in all the Southgate squads, is Bukayo Saka. Yeah, I, I, I did consider him. It was between it was between Greenwood for this position, yeah. Greenwood, Lingard, and Saka. Yeah. What you could argue with Saka, and I'm not mad at it about not mad about it whatsoever, is um, he can play left wing back. He can play exactly. left back. I don't watch that much. Like Arsenal fans think he's the best thing since sliced bread. They do have a bit. Of, they times. do have a tendency to get a bit ahead of themselves. I don't know. Don't they? Just I just think I think Greenwood. I think Greenwood's going to go on to be an absolute star for England. I think he'll end up playing down the middle and he'll fill fill Harry Kane's boots down the line. Possibly. I think he's that good. Um, And I just think, because of the strikers that I've picked, you'd half pick Greenwood to go off the bench to score you a goal than you would your backup strikers. Yeah, I can can sort of get that. Such a natural finisher. Yeah, I'm... I'm still not sure between the two because I, I do like Greenwood and he scores goals. There's no, there's no denying that. But I don't know. He's also not been great at times. He's a, but he's a wild card, I guess, and he's that, he's that man you take as a risk. Exactly. Um, um, I just don't see the point in taking Saka. 
I think I can't really say him, see him playing as a winger for us with the options exactly. that we've got. I don't and really what, see him what, as the goal scorer. Exactly. And what are the chances of Chilwell and Shaw both being injured? Touch one or suspended. It's unlikely, isn't it? It's funny though that we're taking bloody four right backs, whatever it is, three or four, three or four right, well, three actually. Three. Yeah. Um, I guess strikers. So. Kane and Calvert Lewin. Yep. And then I've got three to pick from, and I can't decide which I want to pick. What, another player? Hang on. One, two, three. Oh, it's because I, I think I've taken an extra seven, defender eight, over nine, you. Yeah, that'll be why. Yeah, I've taken an extra defender. You've butchered the thingy of this, by the way. Um, sorry, we'll sorry, sorry, about that in a minute. One out of three. Watkins, Bamford or Ings. I would take one of them. And I think I'm going to go for Ollie Watkins. I think it's hard this because Ings has been out for so much of the season, well, second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Or at least I think he has. It feels like he has. That always just dried up. Um, but early in the season, he was he would have been straight there. Bamford scored more goals than Watkins. Yep. And he brings... You know, just as much in many ways. I suppose what Watkins has got in his favour is he's been in the England setup, even if it was only once. That's the only thing that tipped over the edge for me. Like you say about Ings, I don't think he's played enough football this year. And I think you'd go with the younger players out of out of the list just because what Ings going to do after this tournament, really. Um, yeah, I guess so. But you want to win this one, don't you? I guess so. But I don't think he's going to win you a tournament, is he? Um, well, he's definitely not. Um, and I've, I've just really like Watkins. I think he's brilliant. Um, but I wouldn't be mad if someone picked Bamford. Yeah, I also, yeah, also wouldn't be mad. Wouldn't be also wouldn't be mad if I didn't pick a third striker because we've got Greenwood and picked an extra centre half. That's what I've done. Picked a Conter or whoever. Well, what? Well, I've obviously. I'll go through mine then, and I'll tell you the bits where we've sort of. Go on, then. Disagreed, but the extra centre half. So I've taken Dyer mm-hmm. as the as the fourth choice, and then I'm going to add Cody in. But the man I was debating it with was Michael Keane. Yeah, um, I think you could easily say take Keane over Dyer, but I just took Dyer just in case for the versatility of playing holding midfield over Keane. Yeah. Um, but then Cody, I think you kind of have to take him if you're taking the extra centre-half just in case we do play a three. Mm-hmm. Um, I have just put Bellingham in. I was debating it, but I've, I'm putting Bellingham in. Okay. And then you've convinced me. I don't think he'll be... I don't think he won't take Saka, but you, you've charmed me. I'm going to take Greenwood with the squad. Nice. So if I was to put my whole team out now, about there. So I've got in goal Pickford, Henderson, Pope, Trent, Walker, James, Chilwell, and Shaw as the fullbacks. Maguire, Stones, Mings, Dyer, and Cody. Rice, Phillips, Henderson, and Bellingham. Mount, Grealish, Foden, Sancho, Sterling, Greenwood, Kane, Calvert Lewin, and Rashford. I like it. It's a fucking good squad, isn't it? So mine from top to bottom, you've actually, well, I've changed my mind there. Um, 
In fact, you have. So Pickford, Pope, Henderson, Trent, Walker, James, Shaw, Chilwell. Yeah. My original centre-arse were Maguire, Stones, Cody and Mings, and it's going to stay as that four. But I'm also going to pick Michael Keane. My midfielders, Rice, Henderson, Mount, Bellingham, Phillips. Attacking midfielders slash wingers are Grealish, Foden, Sterling, Rashford, Sancho and Greenwood. And then two strikers, Kane and Calvert-Lewin, Watkins, Bamford and Ings can stay home. Mate, so between us, the only the only disagreement we've got is you're taking Michael Keane over Eric Dyer. Yeah. And you do I do wonder if it's a bit light up top, but I, I think I think that's the better. Squad. I think with I think when you look at the fact you've got Rashford that can play down the middle. That's what I thought. You've got Greenwood that can play down the middle. And you if could you even th- argue Sterling could play down the middle. He has done. And and you know, if you're playing a tournament, we've got three group games, what is it? A first knockout round and then a quarters, a semis and a final. So that's seven football matches. Mm-hmm. You're going to start Kane in two of the group games and probably every knockout round. Yeah. See, the the third, the need for the extra striker, the third out and out striker, is, it's just not there for me. Yeah, I agree. But we'll stick this out. Stick this out on the socials. If you're just listening to this, then let us know what you think or... If you if you listen to it after you've heard seen Southgate squad, then let us know what you think of that. Um, um, Mr. Kieran Dalla made a suggestion whilst I was having a poo earlier. We weren't having a poo together, but I was texting him. Whilst it I was wasn't to wa- wash your hands or something, was it? I know you nah, don't always. I don't know. Hand sanitizer. Um, he said we each have a wild card um, of any player that is going to be at that tournament to be as part of the England squad and I was thinking about it and I said Della that's a stupid idea because everyone would just pick Mbappe or Ronaldo yeah um, but I wouldn't no I, th- I think I'm, I know who I'd pick I'm not sure how fit he is but let's say he was 100% fit I'd pick Virgil van Dijk oh yeah yeah why didn't I think of centre half because that's where we're light, in my opinion. I tell you what, then I've actually got. I had a different one in mind, but if I was going to go along that thought pattern, not because I necessarily think he's better or he isn't, but I think you'd put Ruben Diaz because he plays with John Stones every fucking week. That's a great shot. I don't even think about him. My original choice when you first said this to me was Conte. Yeah, because in that position, because you look around it, and although those centre midfielders that we discussed are all good players. You know, Rice, Phillips, Henderson, Bellingham, they're all good players. But mm. they're not, you don't feel the same level of like Kane, world-class striker. No. Mount, incredible. Sancho's numbers, insane. You know, Fo- yeah. What Foden's doing is a joke. Fullback's fantastic. You don't feel mm. like that about centre-back, centre-mid, sorry, dear. So, no. I don't know, Conte or Diaz, so flip a coin for me. Mine would have been Van Dyke. Should he be 100% fit? Which is probably not going to be, but we're in fantasy. Well, he's not, he's not going. He's, he's, is, he, is he not? He said, I'm not, I'm not going. Right. Okay. Well, let's just say he was. Um, and then <laughs> Mbappe, 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 Mbappe yeah. would have been my, my runner-up. All right. Well, we've we had two then. So cheers to the point, Della. Nice one. We'll do starting 11 next week. Yeah, okay. Be there or be square. That'd be good, actually. It'll be after the Champions League final. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, how but, do you think that's going to go? <clears throat> so now Chelsea have beaten last two times. I think Tuchel's got Pep's number somewhat. Well, they're the first two times he's ever beaten the Pep side, I think. Or is that is that bollocks? But I just think, like, it, bollocks. in this present moment, I think he's... I hope not. I hope not. I don't. I don't particularly dislike Chelsea, but I really like Pep, and I've got a real thing about teams who can't even win their league or come really close to winning their league, winning the Champions League. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's a joke. Like when Liverpool won at the year the other year, but City beat them by a point. Fair enough. Yeah. But if you finish fourth, scraping into the top four, then you don't deserve to win the Champions League, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of the top four. Did you watch any of the foosball? I did. Um, I mainly watched the... No, that's a lie. I watched the first half of the Man City game because City were just on flames, weren't they? I know there wasn't really anything on that game. Um, They were unbelievable. And then I drove to mum and dad's half-time and then watched the second half of the Leicester game. Kasper Schmeichel, what was he doing? I haven't seen it. I felt like a proper Leicester fan. I really, really wanted them to really wanted them to do it. But there was just something you could just tell that they were going to bottle it. Well, not that they bottled it, but difficult, isn't it? Because it's it is I don't want to say the word bottle it, but they have I, though. I haven't got any sympathy for him. It's two years in a row where they've lost it on the last day. And I think it was the same last year, but it definitely was this year. It's been in their hands and they've sort of thrown it away. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, it's not just these results where they've lost to Chelsea and lost to Tottenham. There was other results where they've dropped points um, from a really strong position to, to well, yeah, throw it away. But what do you, still, what do you think a Leicester fan would have chosen at the start of the year? FA Cup or top four? FA Cup, surely. Surely, especially as in, because they've still got Europe. Yeah. It's not like when Wigan went down and it was like, oh, <laughs> FA Cup or stay in the league. Mm. It's FA Cup. And Europa League, or just Champions League? Yeah, I think you take. I think you take what they've done. I would agree. You take what they've done. I understand, though, to an extent, why people say you take top four because it gives you better chances of winning trophies in the future. But mm-hmm. what's the saying about bird? One bird in the hands, a bird in the hands worth two in a bush. That's what Leicester have done there. I've never heard that saying in my life. But it makes complete sense. Never heard that say. Never. Um, you know what? <laughs> I was thinking about the other day, though. The fact that I can't remember what would it have been nine years ago, eight years ago. Cardiff beat Leicester in the semi final of the playoffs. It is mental what a good set of owners, yeah. good recruitment, and good managerial appointments can do for a football club. It's just being run properly. You see so yeah. many clubs around the world that just run badly, but they're able to get away with it because they've got money or they've got this or they've got that. But Leicester is, like you say, just an example of a club being run properly, recruitment being done, run, being run properly, financially being run well. Mm. Good luck to them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and nice transition there, Tom. You did it without knowing. Have you watched any of the playoffs? Yes. Fuck I watched the me. Brentford game. I missed that. I was... I went to the shops and had to walk home in the rain with a carry bag splitting in my hands. It was fucking awful. Then got home to the last 40 seconds of that game to see that I'd missed a cracker. I don't particularly 
I didn't particularly want either team to win that, really. I just think Thomas Frank's a little twerp. <laughs> I really, yeah, he just grinds my gears a bit. Uh, but I like Ivan Tony. Yeah. I quite like the way that Les- uh, Brentford have run. Yeah, um, they seem to be a well-run club, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. It's a shame that... Saying they're playing the Jack Bastards. Exactly, mate, yeah. Um, so I'll be flying my red and white flag come player final day. Other red and white flag, Lincoln versus Sunderland. Mate, I've watched... I've pretended to be a proper Lincoln fan for both ties. Mm. Mate, what... What a tie it was. Like the first mm-hmm. game, Lincoln won 2 0. Really good game. Lincoln deserved to win. So I don't know if you watched the second game. I didn't. Like the first, well, all of the first half, but especially the first 25 minutes, it was just all Sunderland. It sounded fucking full. It didn't sound like they had 10,000 people in there. Mm. It, was, it was wicked, to be honest. Sunderland just lumping it forward, trying to play off Charlie Wyke, and uh, Rory Stewart is another big lad. And they, they scored two goals in 20 minutes or so. Had a mm. penalty disallowed, which I thought was a correct decision. Um, and then got to half-time and Lincoln just sort of steadied the ship, played proper football, made it 2-1, then missed the penalty, then had so many chances to kill the game. And you're just praying that Sunderland don't score and they didn't. And uh, yeah, Lincoln into the final. It's good. It's good times. Sorry, Pidge. Yeah. Not sorry at all. Oh, I'll tell you what was a good game. You watched it last night? Newport versus Forest Green. Fucking hell. I only turned it on for like the last 15 minutes. When Nicky Maynard scored that winner, I was I was gagging for a penalty shootout. <laughs> oh, the old penalty claxon. Yeah. Pretty oh, I didn't know. I quite enjoyed both of them. It was kind of nice that Forest Green had come back into the game, but I also, today, I just thought I'd feel so bad for Newport if they'd lost from 2-0 up. And then yeah. they had so many chances to win it. It's a really good game, though. Isn't Arm Forest Green like a vegan football club or something? Yeah, that's correct. Weirdos. Weirdos. I don't mind that. I, they're pretty... They're, I was reading about it last night. Their owner's a real environmentalist. And he owns yeah. the he owns the green energy company that sponsor them. It's all solar-powered their ground as well, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, good for them. Uh, but yeah, good game. Up the playoffs. Good game, good game. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about football more than the, say that next week we'll do the Euro, we'll do our England 11s. Yeah. And also we'll talk a little bit about Harry Kane and yeah. his future. But I don't want to do it just yet. We'll let dust settle a little bit more. Yeah, nice. But based on our earlier predictions, he did finish top scorer and he finished top assists. I don't think he either did. of us had him to stick with that one, but. Incredible, incredible. And the other one that was funny, we both said about Newcastle. I couldn't believe this when I looked at the table earlier. We said about them just surviving. They finished 12th. I know, mad. Uh, by the way, I'm not 100% sure. I'm 90% sure. Ooh. I predicted Kane to be top of both. Well, maybe he did. I don't think I did. I'm pretty sure you went KDB or Bruno to win one of them. Yeah, I think I, I think I probably did. I think I went Kane and KDB, but I don't think I went Kane both. Exciting stuff. Right for once. Absolutely. No howlers. No flies no on you. No howlers. 
Um, boxing. Can I touch on this really quickly, actually? Fuck Tyson Fury. <laughs> fuck all of the arse lickers that run around <laughs> after him. That bloke is a joke. He's made mugs of boxing fans one too many times. <laughs> he's still not paid all them homeless people that fight purse however many years ago it was. And he's a contradicting piece of shit. And you know what? You can forget about us British boxing fans. I don't want to see Fury Joshua anymore. I want to see Deontay Wilder knock him spark out and him never get a big fight ever again. He's a joke. Put some respect on Anthony Joshua's name. Get off the Fury bandwagon. He's an absolute muppet. Tom, why don't you tell him how you really feel? He's a wanker. <laughs> it's funny that, mate. Where you said, I've just let you run with that because you said, oh, can I quickly say something? On my notes, I've put Fury and Joshua bollocks. Let's talk about this properly next week. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> we hadn't had a chance. But we yeah, that, that's all I've got to say. We'll, we'll talk about it next week, though. I'll tell you what, we've got time. We can have a longer episode today. Fuck it. We're actually talking about stuff that we've seen this week. So people will be honestly, sure he, people he, will be he boils my piss, mate. I, like, with his stupid waistcoats on with nothing on underneath. And like (laughs) pouting in the camera and rapping and like, why are you kids in Miami and not at school? (laughs) Honestly, God, it makes me sick. Oh, that's the best one yet. (laughs) Honest to God, I can't stand him. Really, like kudos to the bloke. Changed his life around, you know, lost a load of weight got off the gear or whatever it was but you can't like you've done that now we don't like I don't care anymore stop telling boxing fans that you're going to make this fight that everybody wants to see when you have zero intention maybe you have intentions of it but you know it's not going to happen yeah well well, it's not hard to be more pro fury than you are but you know I'm a I am a bit of a fury fan but yeah I'll agree it's it's because I've never really doubted in recent times anyway. I possibly did a couple of years ago, but recent times I've never doubted Joshua Hearns, their side, for wanting to make this fight. I've always thought Fury wants it, but I've always thought that he's probably going to be the side to be throwing in curveballs. Mm. I didn't really expect it to be like this. Blood's a clown, mate. Absolute and it, it makes clown. me question, like, you know, because I didn't hear Joshua announce that the fight was done. Fury announces that the fight's all made, blah, blah, blah. And then the following day, mm. it's Ali Khan. So it's, and then he sort of paints it out as, oh, yeah, I don't want to give Wilder a payday, pay blah, blah, blah. I'll just go and knock him out. Mm. It's Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on it. I'm a bit, it's left a bit of a bitter taste in my mouth, uh, even as a Fury fan. I don't want Wilder to knock him out. I still, I still want to see Joshua Fury, but yeah, I'm, so I'm not, I, I'm not yeah. quite as pro Fury as I once was regarding that fight. Because, well, I've always liked Joshua, but I thought he's a bit of a fucking. People just need to start putting some respect on Joshua's name now. There's some respect on his name. Respect on his name. We're fighting, man. This is what we do. We're warriors. Warriors cold. <laughs> it's super cool. I don't care what anyone says. It's super cool. Tell you what, though. <laughs> Usyk for Joshua, tricky. Not nice, is it? I, I, tricky, mate. I think Joshua's just too big for him. I'd like to think so. But, I mean, if I was Joshua, I would not want to fight Usyk. Not, not, especially not 
risking the fight afterwards, if you know what I mean. Exactly. If you'd won all the belts and your first defence was against Usyk, you'd be like, oh, well, <laughs> I've got mm. all the belts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Um, and that's a good fight. I wonder, I assume, what do you reckon they'll do that in Saudi as well? What, Usyk? Yeah. I don't know. It depends. It depends how much the Saudis put up. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but apparently, um, Wilder Fury's back in July, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's 24th it's going to be. So that's two yeah, months. They yeah, must have known yeah. something about it then. I suppose that oh, was roughly the day. Oh, well. Um, enough about that that we weren't going to talk about till next week. <laughs> Sorry. We've been bigging up the undisputed fight at super lightweight, junior middleweight, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. for all the belts. All the belts. Joshua Taylor versus Jose Ramirez. Mm. Uh, Taylor won. I love Josh Taylor. Did you see him in the build-up? Yeah. Nasty. He's he's a nasty bastard in the build-up. But then I liked afterwards he came out and said, I apologise to him if anything went the wrong way, but it's all part of the game plan, getting in his head, getting being aggressive. 100%. And I've, I've got time for that. Um, more fool the opponent. Though. More fool the opponent for getting sucked in. Sure. But for those who don't know, Taylor will be going back to Scotland with all the belts as the first British slash Scottish, um, but the first British man to be undisputed in the four belt era. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch it all yet. I'm probably going to do that if not tonight and tomorrow. But I've watched some highlights. You watched the whole fight. Yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night. Um, What's the fight? Just woke up. Uh, no, I woke up thinking about work, actually, and then I thought, hmm, let's watch boxing. Was this live or was this just last night? No, this was like last night, middle, middle of the night. Oh, wow. um, so I watched half of it on the toilet and half of it in bed. Um, I had it much wider than the... Because they all scored it the same, didn't they? 114, They all scored it 114-12, which, as Taylor said afterwards, because I got the impression that that was silly. It means Taylor it would got, have been a draw. Taylor got two knockdowns. Knockdown. So, yeah, if he hadn't had the knockdowns, it would have been a draw. I had Ramirez winning four, maybe five rounds. Yeah, Taylor in his IFL afterwards said he thought maximum he'd lost four rounds. Yeah. Really good performance. Really good fight, to be fair. That, oh, mate... That step back and uppercut. Oh my Nasty, goodness. I watched it about 15 times on repeat. Because at first I thought, is that on the break? But it wasn't. That's what it? I thought. It's just Kenny, the ref was just tapping in because he's, he's a bit touchy feely, that ref, as some of them are. Yeah. Just saying, I can't remember, I don't know what he was saying, but he's obviously saying something to him. But it wasn't break, it was just instruction. And mm. I don't know if Ramirez has fallen asleep there at that point it's, or it what. It, but didn't it? It's, a but like, it's like Taylor shot. said in his IFL after as well. He gave him about 25 seconds to recover. Did he? On both knockdowns, yeah. Bizarre. He was goose. Like, it was one of them where, like, he, he, like you struggle to lift your head up. Yeah. And then he goes to put his hand down to get up, and it was like... His floor no is jelly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, big up, boxer size Ben Davison. Boxer size Ben Davison, love that. Is it Davison or Davidson? Davison. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call him Davidson, though. Um Fair play to him. David Obviously Benson. a very good trainer. Um, done a very good job. Excellent. Just, really chuffed. It'd be interesting to see where he goes now, because he obviously rules that division. I think um, what will to, happen... 
is in the like later this year, maybe in the summer, um, he'll fight 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 Jack Catterall at Edinburgh Castle, and then he'll do one of the big fights against uh, maybe Crawford or Lopez going up. Will Will Catterall be the same weight, or would Catterall be a jump? Catterall be the same. same so way. defend all his belts at home. Yeah, and then go up. And oh, he goes up to, into what's probably my favourite division. I've harped yeah. on about the welterweight division for fucking years to you. Or Love Lopez goes up. Lopez goes. Yeah. What Lopez goes up from welter? Mm. No, no, not from welter. Well, from from lightweight. Yeah, into super lightweight. Yeah, I think that would be a, probably a better first step. Because well, Josh Taylor's not a small man, but he never seems. He doesn't really look like he struggles at that weight. No, um, but he's. He seems I'd like to. I'd like well. to see him against Crawford. Me, I think that's a good fight. I, I won't be scared of Crawford's power go, moving up in weight. If you know what I mean. Whereas I think if you fight one of the other bigger welterweights, spe- oh, don't get me wrong, it's hard, but I don't think it's as hard as Spence or no, maybe not. Uh, but yeah, he's got options. Good for him. Make all your money and retire. Good lad. Absolutely, mate. Well, he's got to that. He's now. I don't think he's young, is he? Uh, sorry, he's not old. Eighteen fights. How mad's that? But he's sort of in a position now where he he's the he can do what he wants, can't he? He's the daddy. Um, speaking of welterweights, if he mm. was to go up, um, Pacquiao and Spence just been made. Yeah, I don't know when that's for. No, I'm not sure. I didn't expect that one though. To be fair, I didn't particularly. Um, Although they always, all of them want to fight Pacquiao because they all think he's over the hill and he'll generate a big money and he's a wicked name to have on my record. So they all want to fight him. I'm trying to think who he fought last time out. Or maybe not last time out, but who was it? He fought a name. It wasn't Brona, was it? Yeah, maybe. Might have been, don't know. Let me have a quick look uh, there. Do some I film. don't have massive infacts. Yeah, infacts. Keith Thur- he beat there. he beat Broner and then he beat Thurman, and both of them were treating him like I described: big name, big money. Beat him even I think missed. that though, really, like looking at that. The Spence <laughs> what, you, fight, you're calling him out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't have much interest in the Spence Pacquiao fight. I, I really don't. But maybe I don't. But I watch it. Yeah. I think it'd be one of them fights where. I'm turning it on, being like, "Oh, I watch it. It's these two, but I'm expecting Spence just to batter him." Yeah, and if Spence batters him, I'll be like, "Ah, that's boring." Yeah, agreed. Has Spence fought since he nearly died in that car crash? I don't think so. If he has, he's only fought someone. He fought Danny Garcia last year. So he did in May last year. Is that May? No, that's December. In December last year, he beat Danny Garcia unanimous. I don't think I watched that. But you want to see? We want to see Spence Crawford. Yeah, we do. Don't think we'll see it though. No, I don't. Um, anything else going on in the world? Going on in the world of boxing? Yep. What's that? Logan Paul against Mayweather. Is that <laughs> next weekend? That's this weekend. weekend. Oh no! It's is it a sixth? Yeah. That's two weeks away. Fifth slash sixth. Um, yeah, I've not really got anything to say on that. Nor me. All right. Well. Because we were so, what's the word, prepared on the Euros, 
mm. and doing some actual sport watching. I haven't done any trivia this week. But Probably does me a favour. I did come across, I'm not sure how I'm going to do this. I just came across an article the other day which really fucking made me laugh. So I'm going to ask you to get, do some guesses about the results of this poll. Yeah. And then I'm going to ask you about your, your own opinion on, on it. You'll see what I mean. Yep. So the article is called, what is it called? Rumble in the jungle, what animals would win in a fight? <laughs> so it was, a, it was a YouGov survey about a series of head-to-head versus animals, which animal yep. would win. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued to f- see what you think would be the top animals on this. Would be the results. Yep. And then there's a better second section, and I'll save the second section until next. You'll save the second section till second. Until second. That's it. Sorry, mate. It's just really making me chuckle. Go on then. What do you think was the animal that would win the most head to head matchups voted? The most head to head matchups against obviously other animals? Either a lion or a bear, maybe? Yeah, see, a bear was that's third second and a lion was a couple lower interesting the winners were elephant and rhinoceros elephants are pussies mate well this is then where it gets fucking brilliant because they, they <laughs> <laughs> the survey then went on to ask it was americans if they thought that they could beat that animal <laughs> without a weapon right. unarmed <laughs> Now it went. It started off a, a rat, and only seventy-two percent of people thought they could beat a rat. Or not. <laughs> That's funny. So I'm just going to pick a couple of these out, and like, how many? What percentage of respondents do you reckon? Yeah, go on. Voted. So a goose. Oh, they're scary though. I think that would be quite low. Fifty. So it was 61%. Okay. I'm terrified of goose. Do you reckon you could have a goose? Oh, I, I could I could chin a goose. If you had to. You'd just you'd grab its neck, wouldn't you, and then just fling but it. The goose then... will break your arm. Yeah. It's a British thing to say every time you see a goose. I it? thought that was swans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get them mixed up. I don't really know the difference. Let's not get into that because I'm not very good at animals. Um, a medium-sized dog. See, I'm a bit iffy with nasty dogs. Um, so, uh, 45%. 49%. Mm. And then cool. on the dog, I'd fancy myself. It's a, it's a couple more in here, which, yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. Um, a kangaroo. Oh, no chance. Scratch your eyes out. I've always wanted to punch a kangaroo, but only in, I wouldn't do it if unless I had to, but. Ever since seeing those like cartoons of kangaroos, do you remember when we were on farm work? Like Mm. when we were driving to, well, you didn't work on asparagus with me, but when we were driving there, like you regularly used to see cars being smashed up by hitting kangaroos. What you're going to say, just smashed up by kangaroos, then like gang of thieves. Like it's quite common in Australia for someone to run over a kangaroo, it goes through the windscreen. And it still be alive. Uh, Fuck off. 
claws the fuck out of people and kills them that way. <laughs> that, that has not happened. Honest to God. That's an absolute back. Ask any bogan Australian. It's true. So what percentage do you reckon of uh, people? 20. Think 14%. Yeah, no chance. No one's no one's. Do you fancy yourself kangaroo. against the kangaroo? Hell no. Hell no, have I, you seen the claws on them things? Mate, I I don't think I'd fancy my chances. I'd give I'd give it a go. Mm. Now we get down to my favourites. Now these are obviously low, but it's the fact that anyone has answered that they reckon they could win these in an on, unarmed then. fight. We've got a gorilla. Yeah, not having that. An elephant. I have an argument on that. An elephant. Yeah, just um, based on the fact that in Chiang Mai in Thailand, very little. Thai men have some kind of control over these big elephants <laughs> without any weapons and just do as they say. So who knows? If you're a little Thai man that's a little bit angry, then you might be able to beat him up. But that's probably because they've out. beaten the shit out of him with the weapons before <laughs> you got there with your fucking camera and your. <laughs> no, I, I, went, I went to a nice elephant farm. Oh, yeah. Elephant farm. <laughs> Or sanctuary, or whatever it was called. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're really nice to these fuckers. Get back. The in one, the one animal in Thailand that snored louder than me for that month. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when Ant showed us a video of an elephant kicking the ball? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and was like, no, nah, no, that's they weren't beating them for that. <laughs> As if elephants were always out having a kick about. <laughs> oh, no. um, so gorilla, elephant, and lion. Yeah, no chance. Eight percent of respondents thought that they could beat them. I bet them 8% are all called Chad. Or, or Brad. Or Brad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, oh, number, the number one, the lowest, is a grizzly bear. Yeah, I won't, won't point to that. And 6% six, 6 of respondents reckon that they could beat a grizzly bear in a fight. That was the most nonsense segment of a podcast. It was nonsense, mate, but it really made me laugh the other day and I thought it'd make you chuckle too. Right. Final word, Thomas. By the dip. (laughs) See you later. Bye.